uh, title of the day, Monkey of uh, UT Austin Football Special Teams Coach Stripper Girlfriend Bites Child. Welcome to another Bourbon and Data Breaches, where we cover five of the most interesting data breaches from this last week in one of our favorite bourbons. I'm Steve. Michael. Vivian. Paul. Shu. Well, Devia, what do you have for us this week? Hey, guys. So this week was pretty interesting. Uh, the first story we have is from the Labour Party in the UK, where they uh, faced a data breach. Supporters' details was, uh, were affected in a cyber attack, and this happened on 29th of October. What do you guys have to say about this breach? Uh, I believe, correct me, Divya, but I believe that Labor Party details were leaked through third party, a yes. very specific detail for this breach. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important to note that even if you're a politician, you are vulnerable to third party risk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is very bad will happen from all the personal details of the Labor Party being made public. I think. Uh, if the Labor Party was suddenly compromised by ransomware, could anyone tell? <laughs> Probably not. No. Okay, guys. Anyway, so for story number two, uh, we've got Kaspersky's stolen Amazon SES token used in Office 365 phishing. Kaspersky said today that a legitimate, legitimate Amazon simple email service <laughs> SES token issued to a third-party contractor was recently used by threat actors behind a spear phishing campaign targeting Office 365 users. Uh, Steve, I know you're very passionate about the subject, so, I, I, so this story is very interesting. I find it interesting. <laughs> I find it interesting that I find it interesting that if you look at the token. They say there was no breach, there is no security incident. The token just somehow found its way into these people using it for phishing attacks. So I don't understand how a token can go from a legitimate third party to uh, hackers with no security incident to speak of, unless it was perhaps handed to them or it fell off a truck oh i can't tell you the number of times tokens have fallen off trucks for me they just fall off the truck and then i think it fell off the truck it fell off the truck so uh i don't understand because if you look at it they they say what did not happen was a hack or any insider threat or any malicious uh transformation or any any like it was an s3 bucket some magical way the token showed up in the fishing person's hands. Drink anyways, even though it's not an S3 bucket. I think I think everything about the article is right. I think I find it interesting about this, this incident is that uh, it, Kaspersky is right. Nothing got, no one actually got into their system, right? But somehow this uh, this token let's say it's 64 characters, it got out into the outside world. So, I mean, yeah, that's like weird. 
But oh, then yeah. again, it highlights the safety of this string of characters. It's just a string of characters. We can pass that around. Any any low level engineer can just pass that around and accidentally leave it out. I find it interesting that this very important token found its way into unscrupulous hands. Unscrupulous. Unscrupulous. Hands. Unscrupulous of, uh, and we're not identifying any sort of unscrupulous, unscrupulous national. Individuals. Yes, yes, individual, not any sort of unscrupulous nation or anything. organization right yes yeah um but yeah i mean like we 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 do think as software engineers are like yeah you tokenize and everything you have a token here you have a token here it's great there's tokens everywhere but just highlights it that we think that tokens can solve every problem but not really because you got to secure the token because it's used as in a supply chain attack like this so i have a question why does this keep happening to like Office 365 and Microsoft users like all the time. Okay, so there was a great quote. I did I, I wasn't gonna mention it, but thank you. There is a you. great quote by Cyber Reason this week that said if you're relying on Microsoft, you're gonna end up on the front page of the newspaper. Wait, so you yeah, Cyber Reason's great. Okay, but but there's and, one, I, and, and I agree. I, listen, I, I'm no I'm no fan but I will say that their ubiquity does make them a target, right? It's, it's overwhelmingly likely that the victims of, of all these cyber attacks use and rely on Microsoft. I'm not, I'm not saying that Microsoft is generally doing anything about that, but there is their ubiquity to take it. I'm, I'm not agreeing no with shit. I'm just quoting the CEO of Cyber Reason who said, if you're relying on Microsoft, you're gonna end up on the front page of the newspaper. Yeah, and how about this? If you use Active Directory or Office 365, <laughs> what else do you need? You're done. So, so the, there is a perception in the security community that if you're relying on Microsoft, Azure, Office 365, whatever it may be, that you are relying on infrastructure that is less secure. Now, I didn't say that. Cyber Reason said that. Right. To be fair, to be fair, be you fair. did not say that. <laughs> Cyber Reason CEO says that. We at Hack Notice did not say that at all. We have no opinion about Microsoft infrastructure. We're actually on Microsoft Azure. We are. Azure. 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 <laughs> Microsoft ML Labs is a great product. I actually very much enjoy it. So I will note that Steve got his COVID booster this week. <laughs> <laughs> and he got that COVID booster. God damn, if he hasn't been <laughs> 10 times more set on Microsoft than what he was before. Hey, Divya, I think it's time for a bourbon break. Woo. Okay, guys. So. Bourbon break. Uh, today we are doing the Woodford Double Oaked, uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oaked Bourbon. And <clears throat> the website says it's an innovative approach to twice barreled bourbon that creates a rich and colorful flavor 
Um, there are matured and separated charred oak barrels, the second barrel deeply roast toasted before a lifetime. Someone else is deeply toasted. <laughs> <laughs> Who's toasted? <laughs> Roasted would have been fine. Toasted. <laughs> Toasted's pretty good. Toasted. Okay. So anyway, uh, Total Wine says that it's a smooth, balanced body infused with vanilla, caramel, honey apple, and spices at the forefront, which lead to a creamy mid-palate and mid-palate and end with a lingering honey oak finish. <laughs> this is in Kentucky, so what do you guys have to say? Okay, I will, I will say this. I really am not drinking bourbon anymore, um, and you might have noticed that I very rarely on the show, but to me, Woodford is bourbon. It's absolutely my favorite. I agree with uh, almost everything Divya just said. Uh, I think that it's really sweet up front. It has a medium finish. It's got a, the right balance of alcohol and it's perfect to be sipped by itself. So I have opinions about this bourbon. Um, Woodford Reserve is a stable, reliable bourbon. It's like, there's no problem ever getting a Woodford. <clears throat> that being said, the double oaks has disappointed me greatly. And the reason is you would pay for this bottle of Woodford 30 bucks, maybe 32. Oaks here in the free state of Texas was like 46 pre-tax. So like- On the website, it said 43. Yeah. So, I guess, yeah for it. so one of the problems is this is a rare bottle and rare bottles, uh, Debbie and I are a part of a Facebook group where people that like bourbon find rare bottles and they post them on Facebook and then everyone that likes bourbon goes and buys all the rare bottles. So I, I saw them offloading this bourbon like out of uh, crates. Like I saw them actually stocking the shelves and so I, I grabbed one. Um, but I'm very not impressed. It's a, it's a good, to be fair, it's a good bourbon, uh, but I find the double oakiness to be very syrupy and I don't find it to be worth almost double the price. All right. I may agree with you on the price. I disagree. I don't find it syrupy at all. I think it's very drinkable and not cloying. I am shocked that Wolford would resort to anything like gimmickiness to sell their bourbon. Um, I would pay like $6 for that bottle. Washington, $6 too. Yeah. Like I, I enjoy an oaky bourbon and I would say for an oaky bourbon, there's Evan Williams, which is which is uh, kept in barrel for damn near close to ten years. Um, I th I think this is very heavy on the oak char, and it just it's too much syrup. It 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 is it's like it reminds me of pancakes, but not in like a good way. It's Woodford ah! yeah, Woodford Reserve is all marketing. It is all marketing uh i would not drink it if my life depended on it hey there. it's look look it's <laughs> don't edit that out dipia it's the truth <laughs> uh, why are you booing me i'm right no but 
<laughs> it's the power of a big brand. It's the power of a big brand. Yeah, anything that anything that advertises on TV or a billboard, don't drink it. Jude, you bought a whiskey that had buzzwords on it. Don't fuck around. Yeah, what was it called? Don't, yeah, don't come fuck on, around. Dude. Red, what, what? Red blooded American, American 9-11, <laughs> fuck the terrorist bourbon. Right. Small batch. <laughs> to be fair, like, what, to be fair, what, I hated my life because I thought I was going to move to Dallas, okay? Right. right. Nobody once, moves to Dallas willingly. Once they have a $300 million marketing budget, you can't believe a word they say. Exactly, Paul. Exactly. Thank you. No, 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 no. Evan Williams sells two versions. One is in like a base, barely plastic jug. And yep. then the other is like a, a handle, a handle. Yeah, it's a handle. Yeah, so baby. Williams knows Power to the people. She was over here drinking grassy knoll bourbon and he's trying to come and shit on Woodford Reserve. Yeah, I know. Well, A, I'm drinking gin today because I'm not going to partake in that. And uh, yeah, you're probably in the Labor Party breach too. Oh, damn you. How dare you? No. Oh, he's definitely in the Labor Party breach. Yeah. No. She was I'm the founder. talking about on my yeah. ham radio. We're downloading that house. She founded the chest. <laughs> you, you wouldn't download a house. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, FBI, if you want to know who started the chess in Seattle, shoot. All right. Yeah. We're number three. Hopefully, it was. <laughs> More detail. Okay. <laughs> story number this is the guy three, who didn't guys. read the stories. Yeah, I never do. You don't even know the stories, Mike. Beg pardon? I yeah. said you don't even know the stories, Mike. I rely on my mother wit, you. Story number three. Graph cyber attack. Tycoons and celebrities on a leak list as Russian gang demands ransom. And the Russian gang is Conti, by the way. See, boo so, Conti. Boo you. Almost 70,000 confidential uh, documents on the so called dark web. I don't know why they said so. It's actually the dark, dark web. web. Yeah. I don't know why it's so called. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, some of the world's most powerful, wealthy, and famous people, uh, their personal details were stolen and they're asking for a ransom. All right. This breach is super crazy because one, uh, ransomware groups do not go after Russia. Ever. 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 CIS. No CIS countries. Yeah. They they live there. They're, any any allegedly, allegedly. Coded, if they have the Russian keyboard installed, they don't touch it. That Correct. So Conti going after Russia, that's big. Like, really big. Well, I think one. We just learned that Conti's a little bit different. I would assume Conti's based in Russia, but maybe they're not. Maybe they're in Eastern Ukraine or- It could be. They're Sim 12. They're Sim 12, right? Allegedly. 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 Uh, And then two, to actually release high net worth individuals in Russia, like they just painted a huge target on their back. Like this is not going to go well for Conti. Who's to say? Who knows? Me, I say. I mean, the same thing. <laughs> Listen, do you remember? Do you remember when Kaspersky, by the way, to go back to story two, had their first issue? It was in 2017 when people started to bail, fairly or unfairly, started to bail. And now in 2021, turns out that the people that stuck with them as a brand still having a slight issue. 
with those tokens. So we're just calling it now and we'll see how it unfolds. So when you say that they're going after Russia, like what do you mean by that? Because these are not Russians, but they're Tanti, but the Russian high net worth Russians were included. Uh, and, and isn't the yes, yes. On the, in, in the analysis <clears throat> of the colonial pipeline breach, what we found is that the ransomware that was used mm -hmm. checked to see if your operating system was either in Russian or Ukrainian, and if so, it was programmed not to encrypt. The Cyrillic that's true. If, if you have the Cyrillic keyboard installed, ransomware will not encrypt. So we're correct. So, so hack notice tip of the day, install a Russian keyboard. Hey, now we're talking. So we're Shit. Talking. Hackers. Now, so I have one. Do you have one? No, so, I don't. So what, we're, so what we're talking about is not just going against an unwritten code. It, we're going, it's going against the literal code. Correct. Built into what, what they're using to attack companies. And because they do not attack CIS countries, so that that's such a great idea. Just get a Cyrillic keyboard. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, I, there's no problem with that. I, I firmly believe everyone- I love that. That is so great. Installed because even if you ever got ransomware on your system, you're likely to evade the encryption. I right. agree and with y'all on the keyboard and actually installed the Hebrew keyboard. I actually have a legitimate use of the key, Hebrew keyboard. I think that means you Just get- in case. No, but- Right, so yeah. Dark, but also, okay, so graph according to what Okay, uh, moving on, let's go to story number four. Um, this happened earlier. Oh, this yeah. Happened. Oh, fantastic. October 28th. Oh, I have opinions. So, yeah. cryptocurrency loan platform implodes in $130 million hack from a phishing email. And this phishing email. Dream finance Dream. has been hacked this year. Um, they were the target of the hack that sold over 130 million. Uh, it's not the only one of the largest heists that's ever targeted a decentralized finance. So, what do you guys think about this one? I don't know how Wu Tang hasn't sold the shit out of this company because clearly, Cream is copyrighted by Wu Tang. Yes. Cash rules everything around I'm me. with you. I'm with you. Yeah, th that is true. Do you not, you don't know Cream? No. No. Yeah, it's before her. Yeah. In I the late remember. 90s, there was a band it's called Wu-Tang Clan. No, that's <laughs> exactly. In the early, in in the early, early 70s, 70s there's a band named Cream, but in there was a band named Wu-Tang. People They're my age remember Cream. We know yeah. Cream. Oh, well, Cream sucks, dude. Just, just because it's old and classic rock doesn't mean it's good. God, no, it just had, it just had this guitar player named Eric Clapton. Oh my god. Oh well, you know he can't play too good, but whatever, right? But opinions on Eric Clapton. The song is very good by Bruce. <laughs> uh, and I like the name, but uh, so what's interesting is I find it interesting that they are not a crypto. Uh, exchange. They are a crypto uh, financing organization. So they provide uh, banking services for crypto holders, which is a highly underserved market. Correct. 
but it makes them a huge target because guess what they have? A whole lot of cash and a whole lot of crypto. Mm -hmm. And if I'm very much mistaken, was the same. Thank you, Jesus. Right. Yeah, I believe so. I don't know if you if you can scroll down to there, but you know, uh, so again, not to put too fine a point on it, this is not some super technical attack. They didn't they didn't attack the infrastructure of decentralized finance. They fished somebody with data yeah. about themselves that they probably exposed, which came back to bite them in the rear. No, you're exactly right. Yeah, I find it interesting that this is, uh, I believe we read here that it's the third attack against cream, second of the same kind. Uh, the attacker apparently left a bizarre message which said, Bob, lucky, I am bank lucky, cream not. Your date incest bad uh, bad don't do. Incest bad don't do. I I don't disagree with that. <laughs> I'm not sure, but um, that's what he left. Like wise wise words. Wise words from a now very rich man. Also, your new password generator. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Elon Musk's second child's name? Yeah. Incest bad, don't do. <laughs> Incest bad, do not do. Love, lucky. 26. AE 12. Okay. How does that guy not sell cologne, by the way? I know, I know right? Just, just I know. Like, like, like Tito Beverage? No, I'm serious. What, T what Tito Beverage doing? sells vodka. I understand. He stays he's, in his lane. I understand he's an entrepreneurial guy. I'm just, if God named, if your parents name you Elon Musk and God gives you that entrepreneurial spirit, exactly. it's obviously cologne. Mm -hmm. There's fuckers out there buying Calvin Klein and slapping it all over their necks. Why not Elon Musk? Fuck that, man. He's, he's like the world's richest man. He's going to the moon. Elon Musk. He's, he's by himself propping up several shit coins. That's true. <laughs> and whenever you rent a car now from Hertz, it's going to be, it's going to be a Tesla. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> big, big news in the non-ransomware related world is that Hertz bought, uh, what, six billion dollars worth of Tesla. Yes. which Tesla. which i don't know if you guys have ever done this renting a car i tell them that i'm just going to keep it in state you know I mean? <laughs> just renting a car so i can go around the corner then i end up driving somewhere else entirely the the beautiful thing is you'll go to hertz now you got to tell them where you're going mm -hmm. and they'll just program that into the tesla and let it drive itself there mm -hmm. correct right. tesla three rock and roll that elon was like yeah we didn't sign a deal and then they were like, yeah, you did. So now they're still scrambling and trying to figure out. Oh, if, interesting. Uh, if it's legit, but yeah, apparently it's 100,000 Teslas. Send, send Hertz to collections. What a dick. <laughs> Can you say that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better not hack the steering, right? Yeah. Better not. Send Hertz to uh, send Hertz. Spicy idea. Do not hack. Yeah, better not hack the steering or the gas pedal. Whoops. I drive a pickup truck. <laughs> drive is generous. Why, that's yeah. why I operate right. a pickup truck. That's, 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 that's why you mechanical turk a thing that looks like a truck. Yeah. Better wear a helmet. I, 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 uh, I, my car, my truck is the opposite of the bus from speed. 
where if it goes up over 60 miles an hour, it, it, it would explode. never, it would never, <laughs> it starts shaking at like 52 miles an hour. That's It'll true. never get above 60. What's the movie that Keanu Reeves? Speed. 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 Yeah, that's right. Speed, yeah. Mike, how's your truck saga, by the way? Huh? Oh, it was fine. There was Let me repeat that. this, Mike. How was your truck saga, by the way? No damage at all. Nice. That's great. Sonata is not great. <laughs> well, Sonatas are, are meant to crumple. Yeah. yeah, well, fuck the guy with the Sonata. I mean, if you, if you buy a Sonata, you deserve it. Like it was made out of tinfoil. Yeah. They are, right. indeed. Yeah. Yeah. You deserve Avardu, everything Avardu that's coming to you. Hey, Sonata. I just Try like to think our 2022 Hyundai Sonata. I just like to thank our sponsor, Matthew McConaughey, and Lincoln. Lincoln, if you want a car <laughs> that won't be fucking crumpled when you get in the wreck, it's the Lincoln. Lincoln, you can ram the shit out of shit. Right. Best reason to buy an SUV is 6,000 pounds. AVP, baby. Matthew yeah, they'll just tip over. Don't buy an SUV, man. Just like, tip over. I crumble. You won't get killed. Here's what you do. <laughs> With you a buy- wild turkey long range Lincoln. <laughs> you won't get killed. You won't die. Lincoln Town Car. Why leave pedestrians a chance? <laughs> Lincoln Town Car. You protect the driver. Through cars, when the zombie apocalypse comes or when China starts to attack, you get a boat and you get on the fucking water. Number five, you guys. So this is a really juicy story. I really liked it because it's spicy. Um, it's very spicy. Oh, we got a spicy oh, story. No, this is a good one. Okay. Right. Luton Man was left shocked as his house is stolen. So what happened in this is um Shu, you might be very familiar with this topic, but there was a man who Oh, was- hang on a second here. Go on, go on. I had nothing to do with this, but go on. Oh. He was returning to his house, and then there were workers in there, like, ripping off the carpet, and they uh, were, yes, yes, they were building, like, uh, getting furniture in and everything, and he's like, what's going on? And turned out that somebody had stolen his identity and uh, sold the house on his behalf, but he was still the owner. What do you guys think about this one? Crazy. Yeah, this is the absolute worst-case nightmare of identity theft. This dude like lost his house. Like I mean, essentially, uh, someone downloaded a house and it was his house. I would not download a house. I'd fucking download a car though. RIAA. Yeah, fucking download a car. It's not like it's not a legal transfer transfer of title. It, it can't yeah. be, right? Yeah. I mean, title fraud happens all the time, but there's no way that it's a legal transfer of title. So in the U.S., you cannot purchase stolen property, regardless of what it is. I, I, I don't know what the law is in the U.K. In the, in the U.S., the guy buying the, uh, the, the guy buying the house would be the, basically be the victim, the victim of, uh, of this crime here. Um, yeah, the, you know, I don't know how many pounds. It's not his fault. It says bad, don't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the, but of course, the guy that owned the house has lost 
like basically everything inside the house. So um, that sucks. That sucks a lot. The uh, so in the U.S., what's fairly common or more common than people expect is mortgage holders accidentally selling houses uh, out from under the property owners. And I read that this happened to a large bank uh, that won't be named, but they well, they're well known. Um, oh, okay. Hey, uh, Steve, I, I, I forgot to tell you this, but I need like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going like, I need a few days off because I'm going to Fargo, North Dakota. Yeah, they're well known in Fargo. And right. uh, so they, uh, for some reason, thought that they had uh, foreclosed on a house, which they hadn't, and then they sold it at auction. And it turns out, according to U.S. law, it's a legal sale. And wow. they're only, like, they had to vacate their own house. They had to then sue uh, a well-known bank in Fargo. And then uh, they got some sort of cash settlement, but like their house is gone. Like they, they can't yeah. live in their house anymore. Uh, so this is uh, a bit different, but it depends on the law. This guy could be out the house. Like he has a good a lawsuit, right? Uh, wh whoever provided the title transfer, that's obviously not valid and all that, um, but yeah, this sucks. It's, it sucks. And and frankly, in, in Europe, in London, if you leave, if you go on vacation and people manage to enter your house without breaking windows or anything else, and they occupy it for like a week, they, they can squat and own it and you're done. Yeah, so because the Europe- have Squat dog services. So they have these German shepherds and they send them to your house to prevent yep. the squatters from coming in. That's right. Even the German shepherds are neutered these days, though. So <laughs> that feels mostly debunked. Shoo, you stop at nothing. So would you say this is a case of smishing, or would it be like more well, how, smishing? How did they take the information? They just uh, stole his identity and called from where? Do you have where they steal it? From the Labor Party breach? <laughs> I, I think it's basic social engineering. Yeah. Social so basically, if you're in the, so basically the lesson here is if, if you're in the UK, don't vote Labor because you're going to get your identity stolen. You're going to get your house sold from under you. Don't go on vacation. Vote Tory. Hope, hope, hire the, the, the squat dog service. Vote Chaz. No, don't vote Jazz. We did not vote Chaz last vote Tuesday. Vote, be like you and vote Chaz. We sobered up here in Seattle. We're fine now. Vote autonomous zones. Autonomous we zone. sobered up in Seattle. Seattle's not terrible these days. This has been an episode of Bourbon and Data Breaches. Oh my God. Or more more details on that little tidbit on a future episode. If you liked what you saw tonight, you probably voted Labor. Yeah. Uh, please, <laughs> yes, please 
like, comment, and subscribe. If you didn't like what you saw tonight, uh, blame the Chaz. Or you're either a Tory. Yeah, you could be a Tory. And you should still comment or like or subscribe. Uh, Indeed. Until next time. <laughs>